What's up, kickbackers? This is Sabrina with my girl Sharika and our brother EB, inviting you to sit back, relax, and enjoy another episode of The Kickback. Happy Father's Day weekend, friends. It is I, Sabrina. I'm here with my girl Sharika. And unfortunately, E.B. the Great is not with us today, but you know, we're still going to do it big. We're going to have a lot of fun. The energy he brings when he comes back, he will more than make up for it. So that is why you hear my voice starting us off today and not E.B.'s. I did want to go ahead and say shout out to all the men in our lives who have helped us to become the people that we are. Yes, it is Father's Day weekend, but they are there are so many men out there who act as a father should. They are providers, they are protectors, they are encouragers, and they're just awesome. So I'm going to say happy Father's Day, Clarence. I love you. Clarence raised me from the time I was like six months old. I do not refer to him as my stepdad because he is just my dad and he is that G. Love him to death. Um, Honorable mention to my high school band director, Leo Nieves. I will always owe like so much of my artistic journey to you my first divisional music director and my church David Dahl you are the reason I work for the organization I did for so long you are such an example of what a Christian man should be and how to incorporate arts into ministry and I just felt like I want to do that and I want to do it for the rest of my life because you and Julie killed it and of course Major Andrew Wiley. He is a pastor in the Salvation Army Church. He was my pastor for, gosh, six, officially six years because in the Salvation Army Church, pastors move around a lot. Uh, But he was at my church's location, that city, for I believe it was six years. But he has pastored me since then. Love him to death. I refer to him as my other dad. And of course, Major Cam Henderson, who was a special guest on the pod. How long ago was that, Sharika? Was that less than a year ago or was it two years ago? Well, it got to be more than a year because we're coming up on the year since they've been gone. But I think it was right before he was getting ready to leave. So maybe it was just around this time because I do remember us talking about him getting ready to leave. Yeah, so I have to give um, an honorable mention to him as well. I mean, you guys heard how he is and he's just he just wasn't like that on the pod. He is like that in real life. He is in amazing man of God. And he helped not only myself, but my husband with our spiritual maturity and our adulthood. And, you know, I got it. I started with my dad and I got it in with my father-in-law, Dave. I see you, Dave. You don't say much, but you don't have to. You're the man, Dave. I love the way you lead. And I love like his just chilledness. I love the peace that he brings to the family. And I love like how fit he is he's an inspiration I think I joked on the podcast one time about how my husband when we were dating was like oh you like bike riding you should come with my dad and I and I thought it was going to be you know like the little leisure leisurely ride that I grew up doing and I was out there in the woods riding over twigs and rocks among the alligators because they're really in a mountain biking look that up guys it is difficult it is a workout and his dad is better than like anybody in the family his dad will bike like 50 miles but not just obviously because he's like super into fitness but he's just a really really kind dude has always welcomed me with open arms and I love seeing the way he loves his family. So shout out to those dads. So before we get to the temp check, Sharika, 
You want to give any shout outs to fathers? I got you. Men? You know, if I, I would be looking like trash if I didn't give a few <laughs> shout outs now. And I will say, you're right. Dave doesn't say much, but Dave does a lot. Mm-hmm. Dave be about that action. The Kimbers have welcomed us into their home many a time. And Dave be about that action. He be cleaning up. He be doing the things. He be offering you the drinks. He can, in any way, he's very nice. So you're right. You ain't got to talk a lot when you do a lot. Amen. But yes, I do have to shout out my own father. Daddy, I love you. Appreciate you. And oh my gosh, when you were like going down the list of all these people who you want to thank and all the father figures, it's like, oh my gosh, I'm not ready. But I do, I do want to shout out to my uncles. It's a, it's a lot of them. So I don't want to start going down the list on both sides, but shout out to my uncles who have always been there for us, always supported us, looked out for us, loved us like their own children. And when I say us, I mean me and my brother. Um, who else? What other father figures? I mean, the, you know, uh, oh, I did want to shout out Major Cam too, because he has been there for my husband and I. And so he has really stepped up and looked out for us. And we miss him and his wife so much. But he really was a special part of is was and is still a special part of our lives. Um, now I feel like I, girl, I can't even think of anybody else. But I you know, I shouldn't have put I put I shouldn't no, have put you on the spot, and I shouldn't have it's, done no, that. No, it's fine. <laughs> what's understood doesn't need to be said. If y'all okay, been a part, y'all know what it is. You know the love is real. Thank mm-hmm. y'all. Appreciate y'all. Shout out to y'all. I didn't want to start going specifics with different like uncles because. We will be here all night, one. And two, I ain't trying to slight nobody, three. So there we go, three. It's all love. God has been so good. Play so many great people in our lives. And shout out to all the men, like Sabrina says, who are doing what they have to do, not only for their kids, but looking out for other kids, whether it's in their church or their community or their neighborhood or their friends, kids, I mean, their kids, friends who may not have a great fatherly figure. There's a lot of great men out doing great they, great things. So shout out to all of you guys out there. The world is a better place because of great men. Yes, say that again. Amen. You know, Sharika, there's wisdom in your approach because even as you were sharing, I was like, ooh, I didn't say this person. I hope they don't feel so driven away. <laughs> as if they listen. But like Sharika said, what's understood doesn't need to be explained. Y'all know who you are, and it's nothing but love. So my temp, uh, I'm feeling really great. We're coming up on the last weekend of spring. So I feel like, you know, I've done some spring cleaning around the house, which has been nice. And I'm getting ready for my hot Kemper summer because I shared this is my first summer since I was like 10, not spinning it out at a camp. So I'm like, what do, I don't want to say regular people, but what do the other peoples be doing during the summer? I told my husband, we need to be at the beach every weekend. We need to be doing all the things, everything (laughs) that I've missed out on in all these other summers. Now, I love the way I grew up. I love going to camp. I think that is another huge part of shaping who I am today. But I also love this new season of my life when I don't have to be there. So uh, it's sunny and 75 over here. I'm ready for summer and I'm feeling very good. 
Now, my song may not be a reflection of that because even as I am talking right now, I'm like, golly, there's so many songs that I felt like could really, you know, go with my vibe. So I'm chewing on that and Sharika and I will get into it in a minute, but some shows you watch have amazing soundtracks and this just on point with the music and the storyline and everything. And we were watching a show recently and this song was in it. And you know what? It's just my vibe for the day. It's that move along. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shrika, who, who's the artist of that? Oh my goodness. I wish you wouldn't. I felt like I just knew it. And then as soon as you said that. Uh, um, Cause I remember watching when I was watching the show, it told me, um, it said it on the bottom of the screen, all American reject. Yes. And they used, okay. So the, I had this little, not grunge, but alternative pop rock period when I first started working at camp. So I went to camp as a camper for many years, but then when I was a teen, we would be blasting this wow. in the dining hall and everything like the all American rejects, dashboard confessional, uh, uh, the Great Escape, all those those kind of things. So when I heard this song, it honestly, it took me back to summer. So I guess mm-hmm. it goes back to that, even though we're still in spring. I know the first day of summer is not until like June 22nd or something like that. But I I love it. I, I love it so much. It's a great little vibe. And it just is. like music, it does. Music can really take you back to a time or a place. And it's just everything. So uh, some of those lyrics, uh Go ahead as you waste your days with thinking when you fall, everyone stands another day and you've had your fill of sinking when the life held in your hands are shaking cold. These hands are meant to be hold. Okay. Mm-hmm. When all you got to keep is strong, move along. I like that. You know, we're yep. moving along. New year, new me. Speaking of that, I wonder how y'all's re- New Year's resolutions are going. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> if Evie was here, that's what he would ask. So, Sharika, how are you doing, friend? How's your spring been? And are you ready for summer? Girl, it feels like ready or not, it's here. When I got in the car, it said 100 degrees. I said, no, Jesus, this is too hot. Oh my gosh, y'all. This is the thing about Florida. It's great. And then it's not like it'd be too hot sometimes, but yeah, I am. I'm ready for the summer. I need to get to the beach a little more myself. I don't, I didn't really do a lot of beaching last summer. So yeah, I should get to the beach some this summer. I like that you said you're having a hot temper summer because I was thinking I need to have a hot girl summer, but it, really am I it's a no but (laughs) this might be too much information for the podcast but your girl already says she is gonna maybe I'll say I'll have a hot Gregory summer where your girl's gonna have her stomach out this summer and by my stomach I mean a sliver but hey you know what (laughs) what (laughs) I, I figure listen this body ain't the best but it's the body I got and this is the body y'all gonna get this summer and it's going to be a sliver of the stomach for me, okay? I'm, I need to live my life. You know, I'm 36. If not then, now, then when? Some may say never, but for me, it'll be this summer. So um, on that note, I, had a, I was listening as I was cleaning my house this past weekend. I like to listen to 90s or 2000s pop. And this song came on and I felt every bit of it in my being. Do I have a Range Rover Cadillac? Do I have a 
Lexus. Do I have any of these um, nice cars? No, I do not. Do I have a Mercedes? Do I have a Bentley? No, I don't. But guess what? I'll be show stopping this summer. Okay. I don't know if the show will be great, but it'll be show stopping. Okay. That is my song by Danity K. Show stopper. Yes. Oh, what a good one. Ooh, it is, it's a great that. time. Yes. It's so much fun. And so, you know, it's, it says we're, we show stopping. We show show stopping. We show stopping. We show show stopping. That's how we keep it popping. Make sure that bass knocking. So when you see us writing, we call it show stopping. And that's what we'll be doing this summer. We'll be showstopping. I love it. I used to, <laughs> when when they used to hit that, we in the car. <laughs> I don't know. We do the things that the girls don't do. Take that. I don't know what they don't be doing. I think I think it's I think it's because women aren't known to be about the cars and this song oh, is fair, all about fair. cars. Yes, the boys stare. We all smell all my girls in it. Yes, okay, the Cadillacs. Okay, yep. Sarika, that is a summer vibe. Good call for yep. it. Yeah, but you ain't never seen chicks riding this clean Louis Vuitton seats. We do it deadly. That's how we keep it popping. Make sure that bass knocking. So when you see us riding, we call it show stuff. You know what? If we could be in a Cadillac and stop for the ice cream truck, I think that would make up for all the summers I missed when I can't because I, I, I haven't seen an ice cream truck in years, but before I used to go to camp, so probably like younger than third grade, the ice cream truck was like a mark of summer. You hear that little song? It's like, mommy, mm -hmm. can I have change? Or you're sneaking in the car to see if there's any change in the cup, cup holder. You so, running out the street, you yes. running out the house trying to catch that truck. You guys, I know we're not the best posting pictures on our socials, but if me and Sharika catch an ice cream truck this summer, I will <laughs> I will put myself in charge of posting a picture on our kickback Instagram. <laughs> oh, I would love to. Oh, so since it's just the ladies today, it's just us. We thought it would be fun. You know, it's summertime. If you're not working at camp or something, you got a little more time on your hands. Maybe you're in college. Maybe you're on break. Maybe you, you out here doing your real regular, regular work, but you're looking for a show to binge watch. We got some shows for you. So that's what we're going to talk to you guys about today. We're going to talk about some shows that we have enjoyed together, some apart, but stuff that we have just been enjoying so much so we wanted to hang out and talk to you guys about binge worthy tv shows and we're going to get into some of the weeds so if you uh, are interested in watching them please do we might drop a few spoilers here or there but these shows are old enough so if you haven't seen them you know you just want to either have to put it on pause come back or just Maybe this will whet your appetite to maybe check them out. So we'll start with my favorite show growing up. This was my all-time favorite TV show. And if anybody knew me, this would be, I would always say this is my favorite show. And it is Gilmore Girls. Now, was it last year or the year before? Yes, Fred. <laughs> so, so cold. cold. <laughs> something, something, something. Oh, you, you have, have to, to do, do it. Call my name. 
So usually EB is giving the songs and singing <laughs> it's us today. Since he's not here, we're singing on his behalf. Oh, so man. Sabrina, when was it that we got you to watch Gilmore Girls? Was it a year or two ago? I would say it was probably within the past. Oh, probably within the past two years. I think it has been post pandemic. It was during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. And I had always heard about it. Like I remember being in high school and hearing like that name Gilmore Girls. And I probably even passed by the TV and it was on once or twice. But I didn't really understand like the uh, the power Gilmore Girls had on our culture until the reboot happened. And I heard Sharika and Tracy, who's been a special guest with us and several of my friends talking about, you know, like, are we going to meet together at our house and watch this? And I was like, what, what are they talking about? They talked about how like this uh, coffee house had like redone itself just like the coffee house on the show. And I was like, what is this cultural phenomenon that I'm just not plugged in on? So I was very happy to dive in, started at episode one and yeah, that's how I got into Gilmore Girls. Sharika? It was November and I had just moved here in August. Oh, okay, Mind okay, you, okay. I had not known very many of these ladies uh, much. And I don't know how Gilmore I heard a whisper and that's all I needed to hear. I said, <laughs> I'm coming to whatever. I don't care if we don't know each other that well. I'll be at wherever this situation is going down because it felt so monumental that it felt like I couldn't even just enjoy it alone. It was like, if you love Gilmore Girls, I have to be with you because you're my people. And they really turned out to be my people. But also, this is a funny Gilmore Girls story. Uh, when I was in training, when I went to co uh, training college, and I, um, I think, I guess I must have gotten to the room first. I was unpacking my stuff or maybe some of my, whatever. I had the, I had the whole Gilmore Girls box set. And my roommate that I had never met before, she told me she came in and saw that I had the Gilmore Girls box set and she knew that we would be good friends. And we were. So shout out to my friend Gretchen. She loved Gilmore Girls as much as me, probably even a little more because she likes coffee. And I feel like if you like coffee, you like it's a different thing because I'm not a coffee drinker and coffee a, plays a big role in Gilmore Girls. So shout out to my girl, Gretchen. We would talk about Gilmore Girls. We would watch Gilmore Girls all the time in the room. She even got me onto saying like the little phrases and sayings in Gilmore Girls like she would use them in like everyday conversation. And so I would, so I started using everyday conversation with Gilmore Girls language in there. It was, it was a great time. Give us an example of some of this language. Cause I'm like, I missed that part. Okay. So like, so like in Gilmore Girls, like there was an episode and it'll just be like random one-offs, but then it just became like our conversation. So like one time the mom was like, copper boom. And then but that's not what she said, but that's what the girl, her daughter heard. And she was like, and it turned into basically like, hurry up. She was trying to yell down the stairs and what she heard was copper boom, but it really wasn't copper boom, but it ended up being like, just hurry up. So they would say that. Also, my favorite is Oi with the Poodles already. I don't even remember how that one came up, but basically, oh, I think it was like a code name for something or like a code phrase, but it, but Oi with the Poodles already is like, 
you're as exasperated with something or a situation or a person and just be like, oi with the poodles already. So we just had our little Gilmore Girls like combos and it was great times. But so if you don't know, Gilmore Girls is a series about a mother, daughter, um, a mother who had a young mother. She had her daughter at 16. She comes from a wealthy family. She's estranged, that's the word, from her family, but has to come back into a relationship with them because her daughter is very smart, gets ex accepted to a private school that's very expensive and she can't afford it. But, you know, her mother says that she would help her if she um, if she comes to dinner at their house for Friday nights. So that's like the main premise. So, and it goes, you know, through all their lives, the ups and the downs. And I loved it because when I watched that show, I was the age of the daughter. Her name was Rory. I was that same age. I was in high school. I was, I graduated in 2003 when Rory graduated. So it was, it felt like, I, I don't think I've watched anything else where I was the same age as the character of a show that I love. So I loved Gilmore Girls. The music was so great on there. Um, it was just, and it's a small town. I've never lived in a small town. I know Sabrina did, but I've always wanted to live in a small town. I've always Ew. wanted to. Boo, you don't like it? <laughs> Am I living there now? For <laughs> I guess not. But I was like, like Stars Hollow is the name of the town and it's idyllic. And it's like, everyone knows everyone and everyone is friends and you've known each other all your lives. Like that is what I've always wanted. And that's what I would love. So I love Stars Hollow. I have a, I, when we were doing the little Gilmore Girls reunion thing, we all had like Gilmore Girls shirt. And I got this one that says, I was meant to live in Stars Hollow because I was meant to live in Stars Hollow. But I wonder from when Sabrina was watching it, I did feel like, did this show age well? Because now that I'm a grown woman, probably now the age of the mother in the TV show, I'm like, some of the things that I don't feel the same way about some of the things that happen in the show as an adult, as I did when I was a teenager. So Sabrina, how did you think the show was watching it as an adult? And it's mainly geared somewhat more like a teen drama. I had a challenge not putting on my own experiences and knowledge onto the character. So I'm seeing this character, the daughter, Rory, for instance, make some of the choices she made. And I was just like, okay, this person's really selfish. Okay, this person has a lot of inconsistencies. Okay, this person didn't have the best example and a mom. But that is me talking, I guess I was maybe like 32 as a 32-year-old. And we're talking about someone who's 15 or 16. <laughs> but I think I had such expectation for her because she was, uh, the character was written as like super smart and empathetic and understanding. So I'm like, okay, you're saying she's this way, but Sharika kept telling me, Sabrina, she's a teen. And I was like, yeah, but she's a super smart teen, <laughs> but it doesn't matter, I guess. Like you still have to go through like the stuff that you go through that helps you to become wise. So I thought the show was, for me, is it in my top 10? No. No, of shows. 
I enjoyed watching it because I enjoyed the camaraderie I had with my friends who love the show. I will say, and uh, Sharika and I didn't talk about doing this beforehand. So Sharika, you don't have to participate, but I think I'll do this for every show we talked about. I'm going to say who would be like the winner of this show and what would be like who's like the loser, like who lost. So I think the winner of this show was uh, Lorelai's mom. Lorelai is that main character who's grew, grew up very rich. I hated the way she talked to her mom. I felt she was so rude, but I do respect Lorelai because she could have just, you know, piggybacked off her parents, but her parents had like these false expectations or Sharika talks about another show that we might talk about today where nothing came for free. So she would have taken advantage of their money, even her taking advantage of their money for her daughters. Like, well, you have to come to family dinner every Friday, right? Uh, so Lorelai, she struck out. She started her own business. She was successful at it. She didn't like, I mean, yeah, sure, she dated, but this wasn't a show that had like, oh, a single woman, like they must be with a man or like their life is useless. She had a great friend and, you know, she had a full life, but she wasn't just my favorite character. I, the relationship she had with their daughter, it was like friends. So it was hard for me to like, sometimes I just want to be like, can you parent this child? <laughs> but I, you know, obviously I don't have children, so I don't want you guys to come for me because yes, she was a single mom running a business and she raised a really smart girl. So there is that. But I think her mom who dealt with having a daughter who couldn't stand you only because you want it for the daughter, the best things. And your daughter couldn't empathize with that. And just be like, yeah, mom, this is really wrong. I'm not going to marry the person you want me to marry or live the life you want me to live. But I understand what you're trying to do. I understand the love. Lorelai just didn't acknowledge that love. And she was really snarky. But the mom rose above. When her daughter was snarky, she was 10 times snarkier back. And I was here for it. And any, she really was. And anytime her daughter or granddaughter needed something, she was A1 from day one. She was fierce. And I just loved I loved the grandma. I love her style. I love the way she dealt with drama in her life. She was like always down to give a classy read. If you don't know what a read is, it's basically, how can I describe a read? I don't know. Use Urban It's when you tell somebody off, basically. Yeah, you tell somebody off, but in the classiest way, because the mm -hmm. grandmother was also very smart as well. And I think Lorelai, maybe her daughter sold her short because, you know, her daughter has her own business. She's not relying on a man, blah, blah, blah. And her, her mom could rely like on her husband's money too, but her mom had a lot of talents and smarts of her own and a way that she was able to manage and go through her life as well. So that's the winner. The loser of that show for me, poor Dean. Dean is a character <laughs> who was dating Rory at one point and I felt like he would have just been better without her. I see how his life just fumbled down every interaction, but I'm not blaming Rory. I'm blaming Dean because Dean, you can't let somebody get in your sauce like that. Can't you let somebody become the fly in your milk. You know what I'm saying? There are times that Rory was trash, but you could have risen above and you didn't. You could let you let your young heart let you get, he just let himself be brought down by her. So Dean, uh, I just felt so bad for him. I, I had great, plans for Dean and my mind that want, want, want. Trika, do you have a winner? And a, you Ooh, know, you know what? Uh, oh, sorry. Say... Sorry to interrupt, but one more thing. The reason the grandma won is because all she wanted at the end of the day was a relationship with her daughter and granddaughter. And guess what? She got it. That's what she got. You're right. <laughs>
<laughs> and I was going to say one of the best reads. I don't know if you remember this. This is when um, uh, Rory's boyfriend at the time's mother was mean to Rory and told Rory she wasn't good enough. And, and, and they were at a function and they mm-hmm. found out that that woman <laughs> talked down to their granddaughter. And she went over there and told that woman about her weight going up and down and how she he how her husband found her uh, in some truck stop or basically called her a whore, essentially a gold digging whore in, in, in not on ter- certain terms. But like Sabrina said, she was very classy with it. She didn't call her a whore, but she used language and words to, to read her so classy. You were like, you're like, this was, tr- you just feel like trash, but also it was very cleverly crafted and it was like, but I can't even be mad. Mm-hmm. So that, that was, was the best so read uh, from um, Emily. But I think the winner is Lorelai. And I think the winner is Lorelai because Lorelai did all that she needed to do. And she, she, like you were saying, like, she's not a woman that needed a man. She was, she, she, and I think this is why she and her mother didn't get along. Not because she wanted to stand on her own two feet, but her mother's world is, is, is like almost everything she's not. And so it's like, I don't know. I felt like she felt like she was just born in the wrong family. Not that she didn't love her parents, but their expectations and just who they wanted her to be was just like, it was like almost like she didn't fit in that skin. She just was not that person. And they could not accept her as she was. And she, so in turn, she couldn't accept them because they can't be like, they couldn't just be like, you know what, my daughters, this isn't for her, but let us guide her to what is for her. They just kept trying to force her into the mold that they wanted her to be in. And they would not let up until like very late. Like this woman was grown, grown, and they still trying to force her into a person that she's just not. And I think she just couldn't, she just couldn't live like that or live for them. But I would say Lorelai won because at the end of the day, she lived the life she wanted to live. She had the love she wanted to have with her daughter and with Luke. And she runs a business she loves. So I feel like at the end of the day, Lorelai was the winner. And the and the loser is Rory. She started on Amen. the top, but ended on the bottom. <laughs> Amen. Ended on the bottom. I just love Rory, but also Rory. Uh, I Rory did not know what Rory wanted. I think mm-hmm. because she, I think Rory grew up uh, wanting to be perfect so much that I don't think she, I think she never really found out who she really was. And when she started to find it out, it was almost like too late. Like, girl, you're grown, grown now. You should have did that when you were younger. But when you were younger, you were so too busy trying to live up to everybody's expectations, your parents, ex- your grandmother's expectations, your grandfather's expectations, your mother's expectations, that when she like that crisis of life, like who who are you really happened? She wasn't prepared. And she she was a mess. Uh-huh. She was a mess. And she was spoiled too. She was so used to getting everything she wanted. Spoiled and entitled. She was so used to getting everything she wanted 
that when things started not to go her way, she self-destructed because she couldn't handle it. She could not handle not being perfect. She could not handle not everything, everything not going her way. She could not handle it. She couldn't she, take constructive criticism. Mm. She couldn't, she couldn't take rejection. She nope. couldn't take anything that was not like anybody that didn't look at her as the perfect young, perfect person. Like she grew up with the people in the town treated her special. Her parent, her mom treated her special. Her grandparents thought she hung the moon. All the boys she dated thought she was the bee's knees. Yes, they <laughs> looked like they everybody did. They treated did. Rory like Rory was the sun, the moon, and the stars. Mm-hmm. And so when that real life set in and, and people was like, girl, you ain't that great. She was like, wait, what? I'm not? She didn't know how to handle it. Which is why she, well, I won't spoil it, but we would say that's a great summer watch if you've never seen it before. Even if you've seen it before, like Sharika said, when you look at something as an adult that you watch as a young person, uh, it has a different spin on it. But Sharika, before we move on, Mm -hmm. I found that quote and I got to read it because Emily's my girl. That's Lorelai's mom. She said, to the guy's mom who was like, your granddaughter is not good enough for my son because we come from old money or whatever the case. Mm-hmm. Emily said, now let's talk about your money. You were a two-bit gold digger fresh off the bus from Hicksville when you met Mitchum at whatever bar you happen to stumble into and what made Mitchum decide to choose you to marry amongst the pack of women he was betting at that time. I'll never know, but hats off to you for bagging him. He's still a playboy, you know? Well, of course, you know. That would explain why your weight goes up and down 30 pounds every other month. But that's your cross to bear. The ugly realities, no one needs to talk about them. Those kids are staying together for as long as they like. You won't stop them. Now, enjoy the event. I loved it. <laughs> if y'all heard this actress, this actress was amazing. If y'all heard the way Woo! she read and how cute she looked when she did it, it was everything. With a smile on with a her smile. face. With no and rehearsal. Sabrina, What's that? Sabrina? Yes, ma'am. This is why I know you, you're, you're creative because your reenactment was <laughs> on point. When you hit, that's the first couple of words. Was I just felt I was transported back to the show. <laughs> oh, girl, that was such a... That whole show is good. All right, Sharika, what's that? What's the next show that people should get into this summer? I'm gonna let you lead this one because this is one of your faves. I'm gonna yes. let you talk about. Yes. yes. Okay. I will definitely go into it. I do want to give Sharika a shout out because she's the reason I saw this show. And honestly, I think if I had seen Gilmore Girls before this show, I would have love Gilmore Girls but for one this show shared a lot of the same shooting areas so like the gazebo the main city and Gilmore Girls was the same casting I mean same setting as the main not they pretended it was different cities but you know what I mean it was the same props and everything so I was like what and they're ripping off the other show y'all know I'm a southern girl I am from small town, North Carolina, and I appreciate Southern things. So when Sharika was like, you know what? You should dive in the heart of Dixie. I said, let me see what this is all about. First of all, they had me from, I like country music, y'all. So there's a song called Heart of Dixie that I love. So when they were playing that on the first episode, I was like, where's my popcorn? I'm settling down. I'm settling in. It is so 
good. It is humor. It is romance. It is the ridiculousness. If you like comedy, they have that in there. They have diversity. And it's not like, oh, there's the one Asian friend. It's just like, no, this is just life. No one, they're never playing to like certain stereotypes or tropes. It's just, oh, this is just our friend. This is just this person. And I loved every bit of it. The main character is quirky and awesome. I think the actress's name, is it Rachel Bison? Bilson. Yeah, Rachel Bilson. Bilson. She is quirky. She is funny. The way she portrays the main character is awesome. The love interest, there are several in the show. It's just, I love it. So the show starts out with Rachel's, what's Rachel's character's name? Um, I it is girl. Nah, I was just thinking about it. it is because um, I'm. You know what I'm thinking? I'm not gonna say it now, but I was gonna tell you my favorite character's name in the show, which is so. That's all I've been thinking is about her name and how I can't wait to tell them her name. Um, Zoe, 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 Zoe yes. Hart. So Zoe Hart, and she grew up kind of similar, I guess, to Laurel. Not that similar, but she grew up in a wealthy privileged life, right? Her father was a heart doctor and she wanted to be just like him. So she's pursuing that. She's top of her class. First episode, we see her in the city making moves. And now it's time for her to find the, go to the residency. And she knows that she has the talent, but the head of doctor of the program is like, you have the talent, but you don't have the quote unquote heart heart of Dixie you guys get it mm-hmm. and she wanted to be a heart doctor and by that they just meant her bedside manner was a little bit trash she was a little bit too big for her britches so he was like no you're not going to get the top your top choice and you just need to figure out and she was like thrown off kind of like Rory like I've always I was a valedictorian I was this and that how come I'm not going to get this and so at that time she gets this like postcard from this little hit town And they're like, hey, you can come to your residency here. And of course, she doesn't want to, but literally she had no other options. So she goes to this town and uh, hijinks ensue, but it's so good. And one of the main characters of the show reminds me of my husband, not so much in looks, but just mannerisms. And people that have a surface knowledge of my husband would be like, that is not like Doug. But Sharika knows how spicy my husband can be. (laughs) this seems he's not as quiet as he comes across and just their their flirtations like their whole little relationship reminded me of me and Doug because in the beginning you know I was playing a little hard to get I was like no 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 but in my heart you know it was a yes so that's what's happening with them so I love that energy and I love the music I just love everything about Heart of Dixie so Sharika what did you think about this show set in Alabama how did you get into it do you like it is it in your top 10 I don't know how I got into Heart of Dixie. I think I was just looking for something to watch. I think I remember hearing about it on like commercials and stuff, but I never watched it. And I think I was just looking for something to watch, probably on the Netflix, and I got into it. And I enjoyed it. I loved, I love, it's another small town. And I told you, I love a small town. I love that when everybody knows everybody, I just love that. It feels like, cozy and comfortable even though I've never experienced it but it seems like that it would just be that way um I love I love the mayor LaVon I love him and I love my favorite character's name she was not my favorite character at first she actually grew on me but her name is Lemon Breeland 
That, yes. that, that has to sound like the cutest name oh, ever. Oh, it's so cute. I love Lemon, lemon. Breland. I just mm. love that name. Lemon Breland. Ah, I mean, it just sounds like, I feel like just naming someone Lemon by the, like Lemon alone seems empty. Like Lemon Breland feels like a thing. But anyways, I loved that name. And I was glad with Lemon's growth. She grew throughout the show. She was the worst at the beginning, but she grew. And I loved that for her. Um, I loved um, Tucker. I think that was his name. Or was it John? No, that John Tucker must die. That's something else. But <laughs> <laughs> but I I just love the characters. I love the homey feel. I love I love to see Zoe's growth um, from being. You're right. She was a heart. She was she was she was she was about recognition. She was about being mm-hmm. a star. She wasn't about people and the heart of being a doctor is the care for the people. So I love to see Zoe and her last name is Hart, even though she didn't have one. But I, <laughs> she I, grew one. See, I was just going to say, I love to see, I love seeing Zoe's heart grow for people. And she, in that small town, when at first she couldn't get one customer, then she had, you know, really grown a heart for the people and they grew a heart for her. So it was, I really like it. Um, and yes, the show had all the things Sabrina's. They even had musicals up in there. It was it was a great it time. Is so if you're less looking for like, it's like hot chocolate on a winter day. It's just warm and fun and a sweet, sweet, sweet time. I You make me want to watch it again. I think I've already I know, watched I it once. <laughs> I, I literally was about to be like, I wonder where Haunted Dixie is playing at. Because yeah. um, it, was, it was really good. And and every now and again, you just got to come back to a show that is com- that is like comfort, comfort show. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, you're right. You're so my right. winner for the show is Wade. He is kind of like a rowdy kind of playboy type guy in the show. And he didn't have the strongest family life, but he has such like from the beginning. And maybe that's why he ends up with who he ends up with, which is a girl that he had like from episode one and he ended up getting her. But he had such a journey, like being able to just settle down with one girl and admit his feelings and still keep it playful and fun and I think I have a TV crush on Wade like he definitely won he ended the show being a father's man shout out to Father's Day um and he just was awesome he was awesome business wise he was a winner relationships wise he was a winner he was always supporting everybody through their journey and some people really hit rock bottom in the show and he was just a person that people could rely on so for me, he is the winner. Who's your winner? And then we'll come back and talk about who our, our loser is. You know who my winner is? Are you going to say Lemon? I was just going to say Not a bad choice. Not a bad choice. Tell us why, because, though. Because Lemon grew. She also suffered from perfectionism and having to be perfect and everybody and just carrying on this perfect persona very different from Rory Lemon was like the snobby mean girl perfection mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but then Lemon like 
also grew a heart and became more human. And, and, a, and, and she became a friend and she became a person that instead of always everybody bowing down to her and catering to her, Lemon became a person that people could count on and that really would be there for people. So Lemon is my, my winner because it's like Lemon, Lemon grew a heart and, and she became a good person. And so, you know, I got to give it to my girl Lemon. I'm going to have to agree with you that that's a really strong choice. I was impressed with how she developed in the show. Um, so I'm going to say that L goes to the character George Tucker. because George, he, that's yeah. me. <laughs> oh, he ended up with someone, and I don't think he should have. He declared his love to everybody in the friend group by the end of the series. And <laughs> I just wanted, you know, and some people who weren't like the, the, well, I won't give some things away, but I just felt like, George, did you ever get to just love yourself? Oh, I don't know that he did. He was always attaching. He was always falling hard and fast. And George, he was kind of like, uh, what did they say? Watching paint dry. Like he's all American boy, great smell, but where's the pizzazz? I wanted, I think it would have been stronger for him to have just ended up happy, alone and confident in who he is. I don't, do you feel like George like developed or? I feel like George regressed. I agree with you. I 100% 100 agree with you. So that's who's taking my L. Who's taking yours? I got to also give it to George, like, <laughs> George, my boy, you, 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 he went from having it all together to, who knows what you, I don't think he had anything together at the end. He was a lawyer. He was, he was the businessman. He was all together. And at the end, I'm like, George, your life then fell apart. You're like the only one whose life what got worse as the show went on everybody else got it together and george you went down agreed so, agreed mm-hmm. i if george had ended up with anyone though honestly i would have loved for him to end up with lemon i know that sounds hypocritical because i just said he shouldn't have ended up with anyone but i think who he ended up with uh wasn't the best choice i think who he ended up with should have ended up with the town mayor they had a great what relationship did george end up with he ended up with Annabeth. Oh, yes. And Annabeth and the mayor, Levon, yes. they had the best relationship. No, yes. George and Lemon were high school sweethearts, and they had a good thing going. She had a lot of growth to do. He did, too. But I really think that would have been full circle. The mayor ended up with Lemon, and they were just like a fluke on the side. It was just never believable. The mayor and Annabeth had such a great chemistry. That's where the oh, writers really messed it I up. Just, it all came back to me. Mm-hmm. But Lemon, I did. Le- did Lemon and Levon end up together? Uh, yeah. They so did. I think that Lemon and Levon, I think they just, I think it's the one that you just can't ever quit. And I think that they just loved. But Annabeth and Levon were more compatible, like as in like they were just too cute. But sometimes you need a little spice up in there. And that is what Lemon gave him. And But Annabeth and him were really great together. I did like them together. But it was almost probably would have been like too perfect. It had been too perfect. It had been like George and Zoe together. It's like, 
like you said, it's a little, we need a little more spice up in here. We need a, you know, we need to get a little spicy every now and then. It would have just been like, you don't love a good love story with women with George because they're original. They, they went away, but then it's like that saying, if you love something, let it go. If it comes back, that's how you really know. And I feel like, yeah, she stepped out on him and he was, you know, I and the new girl back then in the day it's you and I, I just never believed him and Annabeth. I just didn't. Well, see, and this is why Lemon and George wouldn't have, Lemon would have ran George. He, mm. he was, he couldn't, he couldn't hold his own against Lemon. Lemon. He hold his own against anybody. <laughs> but, right. but the thing is, Annabeth doesn't put up the fight that Lemon would. But yeah. Levon, he can handle Lemon. He ain't play that with yeah. Lemon. And That's that is true. why they work. Because they are more equally matched. Like she could challenge him, he could challenge her. George right, would have just been a there, loser. Those <laughs> out there who are listening who have had affairs, tell me, do you really end ever end up with the person you cheated with? I feel like in most cases, and to be honest, most of the cases I know are not real life. It's from TV. So <laughs> there's that. But I feel like in most cases, the person you cheat with. I, I guess part of that was just like the excitement or the secretive or whatever secretiveness or whatever else, like fueling that fire. But once, you know, you're, it's exposed, it just kind of dwindles out. So that's what I feel about Lemon and the Mayor. Yeah, it was fun when it was, you know, a little thing on the side, but are we, are we really going to make this a real thing? Now the show said they did, but I don't know. I need somebody who's cheated. And it's still I don't with the think person that they she cheated. She isn't going to be chiming in, but you never. Why, Sharika? I know of at least, and I will not. Ex- I'm not about exposing anybody's dirty laundry, but I will just say it's not a hypothetical. I know of at least one couple that Sharika and I know very well, and they started in a cheating situation. But I'm saying there. I'm not saying there's not cheaters out there. I'm just saying the cheaters aren't going to probably come forward with their experience. <laughs> is what I'm saying. Listen, you did it and you were having fun when you did it. So why not? You know, we're not judging you. We just need to know from a cheater's perspective. We cannot speak on that. I've only stepped out of a relationship one time and I was in high school and I told them both about each other. So I guess I was ethically non-monogamous as a teen before that even became a thing. Because I think the heart of it, I didn't really like either one of them. One of them was like a little camp bay who ended up lasting for two years. But I only saw him once a month at like my church's little music and arts rehearsals. And the other one was a guy at school in my marching band. And he was asking me out every day. So I called the camp bay. And I was like, he's asking me out every day. You know, I'm not going to be kissing him or anything. Because I wasn't kissing Camp Bay either. I was like, can I just tell him yes to kind of get him off my back? And he was like, okay. But (laughs) I was kind of trash because I did like them both a little bit. But I definitely had two at once. Well, Uh at least you were honest. I was. And that's something you asked for permission. I did. Because one thing you're not going to catch me doing is having to have a whole little secret in a cottage. I'm not trying to keep up with all those lies. My life was too busy. I did not want to be caught up. I was like, so and so. First of all, we had a phone relationship anyway, because like I said, he was a camp bay who lived like five hours from me. And then the little guy at school, I only saw him during marching band class. So I was like, what's the harm in having two? Uh, so cheaters chime in i won't judge you we need to know 
Sharika might, the way she's laughing. I'm not judging. I'm just like, am I, are they really coming out to, sit, to, to weigh in? I just don't think so. But it would be interesting. We'll keep you anonymous, cheaters. Yes, cheaters anonymous. That needs to be a thing. So we got to um, tell them about the show we're currently watching. Yes, 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 indeed. So Sabrina and I are currently watching a show together, meaning like, we'll be like, all right, you ready? You're available. Great. I'm where I'm at. She's where she's at. And we push play together and we watch it. We get on snap and we tell each other, we be like, what girl, are you serious? He got to go, you know, we'd be giving the commentary over the Snapchat and it'd be so much fun. So if you have a good friend, watch a show with them. It's a great time. But we're watching One Tree Hill. We just started season three because we, we just finished one, two, and three. I mean, one and two. So we're just starting three. We got a few mm. more to go. Mm-hmm. And um, so we... It, it, it is a juicy, juicy set show. So the premise of so this juicy. show is that um, is it is a young guy. He, he is starting, well, he goes to school, but basically he's going out for a basketball team. He's loved basketball, always played basketball, but he's never really gone out for a team, never really done any of the popular things because his, would it be stepbrother? No, it's his half-brother. Half-brother, that's the word. Half-brother, step is when they're married. Half-brother is the popular guy. He's on the basketball team. And they all also live in a small town. In North Carolina. Yes, <laughs> so it's the small towns for me, I guess. So I've also watched this show, but it's I'm re-watching. It's been many years since I watched the show. So it's almost like watching it anew. Like there's things that, big things that I remember, like like big, big things. But overall, I'd be like, oh, it'd be like brand new to me. So um, yeah, so it's One Tree Hill. So he also, so he basically, they confront each other because their dad has been with the, the, the popular son married to the popular son mom and they've been just living it up in the town and then the other boys with been with his mom and she's a single mom and they've been you know making it do but struggling a little and it just all comes to a head on the basketball courts um they become you know they're 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 working on their relationship they become friends they fall out it's all the things there's girlfriends issues their parent issues the dad is a devil, which I like to say Sabrina has more of a heart for him. It's, it's juicy. It's crazy. It's wild. It's it's funny. It's fun. It's ridiculous. It's all the things. And we're having a great time watching it. A uh, great time. Everything you your parents liked in their soaps is in this show set to like the best music of the early 2000s. And with all of the, they were on it with like the fashions of the time and et cetera. Mm -hmm. Now, is it as diverse as I would like a show to be? No, there's not a great representation. They had the classic little black friend or, and whatnot. But honestly, that is North Carolina, small town, North Carolina. So maybe they're just being accurate to the way it was then. Uh, I love it. It's set by the water. I think Sharika mentioned that woman to North Carolina. 
and it's just everything. Even if just having these two boys, he grew up at the same time that share a father and the father was willing to raise one and married the mom of one and openly disregarded the other. Now, as the season develops, you can see how the father's love for his other son was up and down and not always expressed in the best way. But honestly, for both sons, I love how uh, nuanced the characters are in this show. So TV does this thing where like, okay, you'll have the dad who seems to be running things, but not really because men don't really do any. I mean, obviously I don't agree with this. I'm speaking sarcastically. Like men are idiots. It's the women who run the house and every, all these characters that are just so one note. But in this show, you can start episode season one and this is your character. You love them. And by season three, you can't stand them. They're so mature. But this other character that you hated, you're rooting for, they're the best. And I love that because that is humanity. I'm that way mm-hmm. in my own life. Sometimes I'm like, yes, Sabrina, the choice is what you're doing. It's everything. Other times I'm like, girl, what have you done? <laughs> I love it. I love that part of the show. I love the music. I love how they're making these high schoolers seem like they're in college because some of the things they're doing, we were not doing. I know they're doing it for the show's sake, but it's just very interesting. It takes me back to like, I don't know. I just feel young and I don't, I feel young and excited when I watch that show. It's not like hot chocolate though. Sharika, mm-hmm. right? It so ain't. it is not your warm fuzzy, Woo. not because they're talking about all of the topics. They are talking, you know, we were talking about cheaters, got that in there. They're talking about uh, how people handle the LGBT lifestyle and deal with those nuances. They're talking about drug addiction. They're talking about marriages that fall apart and fall together. They're talking about, hey, we're married. I'm going to sleep with your brother. And that's that. <laughs> uh, what are I pretty much We're everything. talking murder, murder, uh, arson, uh, <laughs> uh, handle mishandling of money, professors liking their students, people <laughs> dealing with uh, heart problems, and just everything. And y'all, we just got to season three, episode two. So that was only the first two seasons. Something like drunk driving, two car crashes, uh, the cops turning the other way because someone is a really popular athlete. Uh, the cheerleader stereotypes are in there. Oh, did oh, I no, think I was pregnant? Car crashes. Right. Three Ooh. car crashes, pregnancy scares, um, teen mom, teen dad, just I mean, it's all in there. And one thing I love about it too is with these old shows, you would have one season that's like 23, 24 episodes at like Mm -hmm. 45 minute an an episode. So I feel like I'm watching like the best movie of all time. Lord of the Rings has nothing on this. (laughs) One Tree Hill has more hours and it's just really, really good. It's great. We gotta, we have to like come back and like check in along the seasons because it's a good bit of seasons. It's a lot of seasons. I don't remember how many. So we gotta fill the people in on how it's going. But as of now, Sabrina, who is your winner? Ooh, golly, it changes so much. But I am for, and this is a character that I could not stand at the beginning of the show. But my winner is Nathan. I know who it is. Yep, I oh, knew you were going to say that. This young man, and I think it's just because I really respect 
honesty in a person. And, and I know some people are like, oh, you're not being honest. You're just being like a jerk. Da, 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 da. And you're just stating things too plainly because you're selfish and you don't care about other people's feelings. No, he cares enough to skip all the fluff, go to the heart <laughs> of something. So with him, you're never guessing at this point. You know, mm-hmm. you're not guessing how he feels or how he's interpreting things. And because he's like that, he demands that from other people. And when they give it to him, he doesn't always agree with their choices, but he respects it. And when they're not honest with him, he's like, I'm cutting you off. And I maybe that's that part of his personality makes me like want to root for him because I just see that in myself. Mm-hmm. Like, why wouldn't you want to surround yourself with people who are going to be real life is just too short to be fake I need to trust the people that are around me I need to know when you say your word your word is your bond like it is what it is and he's not afraid to be vulnerable like there have been things he's gone through where as a teenager I don't even know if that would have the words but he's gone to people and be like please I'm begging you this is how I'm feeling they make their choice and then he moves on you know he's a person mm-hmm. who has dealt with heartache and loss in such a mature way and I just I have such a love for this young man so Nathan I know as of now season three episode two my all-time favorite my winner hands down is Nathan who's your Shrika so Nathan I was gonna go Nathan but he's gonna get my honorable mention but my winner is Karen because Karen got a mean slap and I love to see it Y'all know there's a slight bit of uh, violence within my heart, still working on the Lord in that. But I love a good slap, and not that I've ever given one, but Karen has given these people, and they have, every one of them have deserved the slap. So I, Karen is my girl right now. She's, she's a mother who has, has sacrificed to raise a great son. Now, is he perfect? No, but he he is he has a heart and he is compassionate. He he doesn't always get it right, but he is a good person. And Karen is a good person, and she's a hard worker. And I I'm glad for Karen right now to be trying to live her best life because she has sacrificed all her younger years to raise a son on her own in a small town where they were treating her and her son like trash and looking down on them. She held her head high. She started her own company, I mean, cafe and business. Now she's onto the second business. She got her little boo thing and she don't play that no mess or games. She will give you a slap if you try and disrespect her. She, she don't play them games, whether it's her son, whether it's the ex-boyfriend, whether it's, I don't know, whoever else she slapped, but Brooke almost got a slap when she was disrespecting her house. You know, Karen, don't play Karen because she don't play the radio and she don't play games. She don't play nothing. So I love Karen because she, she isn't, she is, uh, I don't, I can't think of the word, but she has integrity and she has standards and she don't play around and she's not going to let you just run her or run over her or disrespect her and just let it slide. And I love that how strong 
Karen is, especially when all the odds were stacked up against her in that small town and being Dan's ex, she had to endure a lot. So I stand Karen. Karen's the winner for me. You know what? That's a really strong choice. Another thing that I have to mention about Karen is I love that they didn't make her character have pity, do like a pity relationship. Mm -hmm. So Karen had this friend for many years who was there for her and who was in love with her and she respectfully turned down his proposal and still showed love for him and was there for him but I like that for once a show was like yeah it's fine ladies you don't have to just date them because they're nice and they like you so what She also, and how she played the Deb relationship, because she's not that petty, oh, you moved on to the next one, and now I hate her because you got my ex-man. She She's looked out for Deb more than anyone in that show has looked out for Deb. Love it. Love it. So, you heard our winners. Now for who's taking the L. Sharika will not agree with me. I do have a an empathetic pull towards one of the main villains in the show and it's simply no because, the main villain he's not one uh, he is the main uh, there's some other people doing i mean if you're somebody who sleeps with your brother's wife i think that's a little villainous it is but he is so far all right that's Sharika, like they're like demons this, and he's the devil all right but sharika everybody's like for me it's all about your capacity if you have a capacity to do 10 and you do three, I'm going to come down harder on you is than a person who has capacity to do five and do three, because your, your gap is just greater. So I have an empathetic pull towards this villain because I met his parents in the show. And I can just tell this is somebody who really like dove into their dark side because of the way they're raised to the point where they lived a lie that their mom helped them contrive. And they lived this life for so long that their teenage child was believing this lie. This is somebody who needs therapy big time. Now, I don't excuse his behavior. He has trash behavior, but he also has some light parts of it. And I can see in his own way how he's showing love. So this is why if you watch the show and you're like, oh, Sabrina, this person should have got your L. This is why they're not getting my L. I feel like Ugh. there's somebody else who needs to get the L, and his name is Mal. This is a character. <laughs> I don't care, Sharika. Mal gets the L. Mal is a young man who is friends with a lot of people who are popular, and he's like on the fringes, whatever. I think everybody is worth the same in God's eyes, but the show casts him as being on the fringe of the popular crowd, and he wants it so bad that he almost gets this entitlement to it to the point where he's just not listening or respecting what other people want and desire. So there's a girl that he really likes, and he's like, you know, I really like you, and she told him from the jump, you guys, I'm not into you like that. It just is what it is. Was that enough for him? No. He's going to start creeping, stalking, stalkerish style. Still not enough. He's like, you should just like me. I'm kind. Still not enough. To the point where when she's dating somebody that she does like, now he's getting on her boyfriend being like, well, you're not good enough for her. So now it's getting real creepy to the point where he's throwing a brick through her car window and breaks it. 
does he pay for it? No, he admits it later on, but the show never like speaks to how problematic that is. And I think during that time, a lot of media was showing us like, hey, if you're a pretty girl and you don't like this guy, it shouldn't matter. You should like him for his heart. How many times do we see that reversed in a show? That the guy is like, hey, you should like this girl, even though you don't like her. No. When there's an unattractive or whatever girl in the show and the guy doesn't choose her, it just is what it is. But in this show, I felt like they were trying to tell us, oh, we should feel sorry for him. She should be with him. He threw the brick, but later on he apologized. No, you're creepy. Stay away from me. But they're like butting this. And to the point where now she's put this guy on a list of people that she might make out with. I'm like, uh, he's just so problematic to me. Ugh, so he's taking the L. Who's taking it for you, Sharika? Um, well, <laughs> it would, it's not who you think it is. Oh. Because I'm not giving Dan an L. I'm giving Dan a D for the devil because that is who he is. He is horrible. I have not seen a character so vindictive. Well, you know what? There's probably shows out there, but you know, y'all, my, my taste is light. I can't handle too heavy. But Dan is as worse as it's going to get for me in the show. He is terrible. He is arrogant. He is a sociopath. He is, what's the one, a narcissist. He is all the things. And he has, in my eyes, yet to produce a redeeming quality. I, Sabrina, you're saying, I understand he has not come from a good family and his dad was trash. But Dan's brother is not as trash as Dan. Now, oh, his brother, brother is still trash. He, oh, he is still trash, but he way. is not malicious with his trash behavior. He did make one mistake, one mistake against his brother over how many years of mistakes. Um, isn't he an alcoholic? Yeah, but that wasn't, that's his own. See, that, see, okay, here we go. He, <laughs> he isn't, he might be an alcoholic which is disturbing to himself. It is a self-harming uh, thing for him. But Dan is a harmful individual to everybody he has come in contact with. And Keith has stopped drinking. Dan has not stopped the trash behavior. Dan, Dan, uh, Dan ebbs and flows. And the reason why mouth got my L is because there's no repercussion. Dan has had repercussions and Dan tries to get better, but knowing it's better overnight. And he has, he is not, in, even though he did go to therapy for a while, he doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't have like, he even went to church, right? He's trying to, Sabrina, you Shrinka, cannot say he, he went to church. Trying, he was in a confessional. Because someone tried to kill him, you guys, right? What did he tell so, the, the, the priest? What did he up? tell the priest? Are you going to let me tell them? I will tell you. Like, he has these moments where he's trying. Like, you know, I'll do one little spoiler. Spoiler alert. He was saving for his son, the son that he wasn't publicly claiming. He was saving for that son's college fund, fund since that son was a boy. He tried to be in that son's life. And Karen, Sharika's winner did not allow it so of course he has oh. these effed up feelings of course like sometimes he wasn't claiming him he wanted to he was saving pictures of him since he was a kid now does he show love in the best and right ways no but we got alcoholics we got people popping pills we got people cheating 
we got all these people. He's not the only one who is, you know, not doing the best things in the show. He is trash, Sharika, but I just see the reason behind it. And yes, he told the priest that when he found out who tried to kill him, he was going to do things so bad to them that it would make the church crumble. And guess what? If someone tries to kill me, I might have that same sentiment. I don't know. And the money he was saving for his son's college was stolen money. It no, that even- was a lie, Sharika. That whole thing was I a lie. I don't know. See, this is the thing. I can't believe anything this man says because it always has some kind of selfish motivation. He always is really a trick. He pretends to be good, but it's really not. I just can't. I don't trust any of his quote unquote good moments because that you're always finding out later that they really were a trick or a trap or something. And I just can't with Dan. He is the utter worst. Um, but my L really goes to Deb, who Amen. is Dan's wife. <laughs> Dan, Deb gets my L because Dan, Deb started out well and she let that man drag her to the gutter where he is. Actually, he's in hell, but he just drug her to the gutter um, because... She should have gotten out, gotten her son out and just been free from this man. Deb, you're rich. Your parents have money. Like, ma'am, I need you to do better. I need you to put the pills down. I need you to put the alcohol down. I need you to pick up a phone and call a goon or something. I need you to do something other than let this man drag you to the to the depths with him. So Deb gets my uh, L because she should be doing better. She could have done better. But she let let Dan corrupt her to be an awful individual. Now I feel like I don't feel like I feel like she still can redeem herself, but at this point, Deb, you're getting the L. I would agree with that for sure. So you heard some of our summer watches. You know, a lot of times in the summer you have a little, well, maybe this is just the the first half of life of me talking. I feel like before I had a little more time in the summer. I'll see how it is for us regular folks and full-time jobs in the, in the summer. But dive in, we gave you the suggestion of One Tree Hill, Heart of Dixie, and Gilmore Girls. Good little feel-good throwbacks. Um, and we'll have to do this, another episode like this, Sharika, because we have so many other shows to talk about. I know. And these people are probably like, they are very passionate. I am very passionate about some things, but that Dan is one of them. But (laughs) yes, it is fun. It it was very fun. And we do got to catch them up on how One Tree Hill is going. And if our losers are still the loser or our winners are still the winners. Mm -hmm. So my quote today is just going to be another little tug towards what we're talking about. Okay. This is from A.N. King, and she said, to relax, I love sitting back, turning my brain off, and watching TV. And I'm just like, I'm right there with you, girl. Dive into another world, relax. And I think much like reading books, TV is like that opportunity. Let's say you're not going to travel the world, right? Or you're from a small town. It's just that opportunity to look at humanity from a different perspective and see uh, different ways that people respond to things because our responses to this is helping us to be better human beings. So check out some TV this summer and enjoy. Normally at this point, Evie would have found, I don't know what Evie would have talked about today. Maybe he would have talked about 
the uh, white supremacist group in Idaho that was trying to bust the pride parade. Maybe he would have talked about the little manifesto, 12 pages that Donald Trump, Trump wrote in, uh, in response to the inquiries about what really went down on January 6th. There's so much he could have expounded on, but he is not here today. I'm sure EDR, is he our political correspondent, Shrika? He is in my eyes. He is in my eyes too. I'm sure he'll give us a double portion next week. As far as what we're recommending today, I'm going to recommend all three of those TV shows. I don't have any more for you guys. That's it. But Sharika might. Sharika, do you have anything extra for them today? Yes, I do. I do have a recommend and it is a TV show. It is another TV show. You might not know this about me. I'm a little bit into a little science fiction or whatnot. So, and maybe I can get Sabrina to watch this with me. It's only three seasons. It's a show I love. Roswell, not the new one, but the old Roswell. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I love a little magical powers or alien powers or whatever it is. So that is my recommend. If you, if you, we gave you a lot of small towns. We gave you a little more drama with One Tree Hill. We gave you small town comedy with, um, with uh, Heart of Dixie. We gave you dramedy with uh, Gilmore Girls. So if you need a little science fiction, uh, go on over to Roswell. That's my <laughs> recommend. Love it. Love it. All right, you guys have a great summer. Enjoy this last weekend of spring. Remember to share some love for your father and the men in your life who've helped you to be a better person. And if life tries to knock you down, make sure to do what, Sharika? You kick back. Amen. <laughs>